Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Boardwalk Hardwood Floors Blues booth. Boardwalk Hardwood Floors has quaint floors for every home with locations in West County, South County, St. Charles County, and our new location in Mid-County. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Michelle and Randy with you, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and our friend Darren Pang of Bally Sports and of TNT joins us as he does every Tuesday morning. Good morning, Panger. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm just watching uh, some hockey highlights here in my hotel room in Washington and uh, getting ready to go to the morning skate. So all good after a busy day yesterday. It was a busy day. What did you think of the Blues deal? You know, it was a very unique circumstance, uh, I think, for a lot of us. Um, to be honest with you, before I dive into the, the deal, the human element of uh, of trades and what these players go through, but we were just about to uh, take off on the plane and, and head to Washington when uh, when the you know when uh, the news you know not broke, but the players got a phone call from Doug Armstrong and you know so both Jake Wallman and uh, Oscar Sundquist uh, said their goodbyes going down the uh, aisle of the plane and uh, you know tough moments uh, you know I think that. Uh, you know, I think that puts it into perspective too, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. When you you know just think of think you're heading somewhere, and I, I know everybody's aware of the deadline, but in, in going back through it, um, you know, it's quite apparent that uh, that the Blues' need was on the left side, um, so they needed to they needed to make a move. Doug Armstrong, you know, made a move that uh, dollar in dollar out that they you know they they fit in, and Detroit gets by or takes care of half the salary of, of Nick Letty to make it work, and. The Blues lose, uh, you know, two good players. I mean, Jake Wallman grew up here in the organization, um, but he wasn't going to fulfill that top four need that the Blues needed on the left side. Those are just the facts. So hopefully he can go to Detroit and, and kind of find a, another spot and grow as a defenseman in the NHL. And Oscar Sundquist is a, I mean, that leaves a big void. I mean, that's a different story than Jake, and uh, uh, you can't compare the two. Um, so, you know, he'll be greatly missed. He's not been his healthy self. We know that. He's gone through multiple surgeries. Um, so one of the best penalty killers uh, that we've seen in a while here in St. Louis, and a real heart and soul guy. So certainly going to miss that. Other guys are going to get an opportunity, but at the end of the day, right now, um, you know, Nick Letty's the he's the best player of the trade, and he's exactly what the Blues needed on that left side. So v- very happy for the, you know, for the players, guys like Justin Falk that know Nick Letty well. Brandon Saad won a championship with him, so I know they were pretty excited to hear that Nick Letty was coming our way. So, Panger, you do think the Blues are in a, b- a better position today after this trade? Mm-hmm. Michelle, for sure. I mean, we, we you know we need to shore up the defending part of it. That that's how you win hockey games. You, you don't win hockey games run and gun and and cheating out of your own zone and thinking you're going to send an 85 foot spiral pass to somebody on a breakaway. We know that it doesn't work in playoff hockey. It's not going to work uh, in the end, end of March and early April. So. How do you win? You win with good, hard defending. You, you, you win the game 
and you win series by by being able to uh, stop the cycle and stop the rush and and protect the front of your net. So Nick's a solid, solid defenseman. He's a he's a he's a workout machine. He's a a guy that can skate the puck out. Um, you know, he, he's he's not going to be somebody that's you know going to cross check in the mouth and watch you bleed. But he's pretty darn good at uh, at boxing out and and making sure that that front of the net is taken care of. Panger, a couple of things. Number one, uh, in regards to Sunquist, you mentioned the injuries and the fact that he, he was making $2.75 million and the Blues had to move somebody off their roster that was making money. But Doug Armstrong in the past has moved guys that have been coming off of injuries that were never the same. And we, we all hope that Oscar Sunquist returns to the form that he displayed here. But it certainly seems possible that he doesn't... When you have a couple of hip injuries and an ACL, seems possible that he might not ever be the same guy he was there's always that possibility um you know i'm i'm a guy that uh, retired from the game because of two torn acls um you know it's a that's a very very difficult uh, and challenging injury let alone uh, two hip labrums um so it takes time i mean i and i think it takes time it takes commitment um to your conditioning that you've got to be in the best shape you've ever been in um you can afford to you know, to have a few pounds here or there on when you're, in, you know, when you're like healthy limb-wise. But you're you're right about that, Randy. There's there, there's no guarantees. But um, you know, I saw some games this year where, boy, I said Oscar's back. And there was mm-hmm. a couple lately where I saw, you know, Barbashev, uh, Sunquist, and the other number twenty. Of course, we always think of Alexander Steen, but Brandon Saad. I said, man, that could be that line. And uh, and so yeah, you you know, we all hope that Oscar Oscar's a beloved guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that inside the locker room and and uh, and clearly outside. So yeah, yeah. There's there's there is always that chance. But I, I mean, Army. I don't think wanted that move. I don't think that was the one move that Army wanted. I think you know he's. But he had to move some whatever the contract was. He had to move it out, and it had to have a you know. Anyway, so it ends up being Oscar Sundquist. So I'm happy that he goes to Detroit. There's a lot of real good up and coming young Swedes. And uh, even their leadership. I mean, Nick Lidstrom is uh, their assistant uh, manager. You've got uh, Cronwall. You've got so anyway. They've got their hands full with a bunch of Swedes, and and old uh, Oscar Sundquist is going to fit right in there. And then the other question, as you mentioned, opportunities for other people. Who particularly intrigues Darren Pang that will get more minutes than they did when Sonny was here? Well, there are some young players that we're going to see, whether it be. Uh, you know, whether it be a Dakota Joshua or um, a Nathan Walker, um, you know, coming up from the minors. I, I think we've got to see more from Mackenzie McEachern and, and Torpchenko scored his first goal in the last game. You know, I think that the key is they have to continue to elevate their game. It, it can't be one good one and, and a couple of okay ones. Uh, you know, it's got to be forging forward. So, and whoever gets recalled from the minors, which we have plenty of depth down there. So, like I mentioned, Dakota Joshua is a centerman. Uh, I thought when he was up the last time, he started out well. Um, but as it went along, he needed to show more. And that, those are just the facts. I mean, just because you're up here and you're in the locker room and you're flying on a, on a private plane at great hotels, <laughs> that's not it. That's just the beginning of it. So uh, that's what I'd like to see is a little bit more jump and a little bit more urgency and a little bit more edge to their game. Um, because when you're replacing Sunquist, you're replacing valuable five on five minutes. You're replacing a player that uh, was our top penalty killer or one of our top penalty killers. So some of these young players have to step in there and t- and take and have that opportunity and seize that opportunity to step in. 
Last thing for me, Panger, I want to stick on Sonny here for a second. He is beloved in St. Louis, as you mentioned. He was such an important component to that Stanley Cup championship team. When you reflect back on Oscar Sundquist during that run, what type of player was he and how important was he to the Blues' success? Oh, incredible. And, and I'm going to tell you, Michelle, because uh, I don't want to seem like a hypocrite. It's not like the first time I saw Oscar Sun- Sundquist, I thought he was the greatest player in the world. I, I swear to it, and I've said this to him, um, and I said it to Joe Vitale, who is his good buddy. They grew up together playing in Pittsburgh and in the minors. I, I said, this is the guy you're talking about? I said, I, I don't, I, I said I'm not sure if he's a major junior A player. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Because, you know, when you first look at a guy, you're like, his skating looks clunky. His shot doesn't look that hard. His blob, you know, I, I, I kind of went through the gamut of it all, and I kept saying to Army, I go, like, Army, I, I think you could wave that guy and you'd be fine. You'll get him back. He's like, no, you'd be surprised how many teams love this guy. And I'm like, and so then, of course, you see a player and you see the intangibles and you see the grit and you see the shot block and you see how the players put their arm around the guy. And you see that he's a better playmaker. I'm like, man, that guy makes a good pass. That guy's smart. That guy does. So anyway, you talk about a guy that totally won me over. That that's Oscar Sundquist. And, and if every young player can take just one ounce, one inch, one half a pound of what Oscar Sundquist brought to the table every night, then we'll be a good team going forward. Penger, I'm glad that you validate what I thought in that first year that Sunquist was here, because you know what you're talking about. I, I don't always know what I'm talking about, but that makes me feel good that you thought the same thing. And I said that I thought that was the most impressive improvement by a blue that I'd ever seen, because I, I didn't think he was that good that first year, but man, he turned into, he turned himself into a really, really, really good player. Yeah. I give, I give Kevin McDonald, who is the assistant GM that runs the American league team and has for years here uh, with the St. Louis blues never gets enough credit, but these are the, Rob DeMaio, you know, Kevin McDonald, they're the pro scouts. They're the guys that at the end of the day, when Doug Armstrong's saying yes to Oscar Sundquist and Robert Bortuzzo or whatever, those guys put their stamp on it because they've watched them in the American Hockey League, you know, not just once or twice, but a hundred times. So, yeah, they, but, you know, I guess it does go to show you that um, it's not the flashiest, cleanest looking car. Um, It's the engine inside the car and it's the character. That, uh, that's inside the car. And the last thing, Panger, you talked about defense. I think that Letty turns Colton Pareko into a better right-side defenseman. I, I'm fine with Krug and Falk. And then I really like Mikola as a third-pairing guy with Bortuzzo. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's the way it looks right now. Um, I think that, that's been the goal all along is to find a, you know, find a big, good, steady, um, reliable, dependable guy that goes beside Pareko. Listen, there's been times where Marco Scandella has been that guy, and there's been maybe more times where Mikola has been that guy. Uh, but I think this really helps Mikola's progress too. Like when we're getting down into playoffs, a playoff series, and let's say the Blues are in that number two or number three hole, and we're playing the, you know, the Minnesota North Stars as an example, or the National Predators. Um, you know, it's going to be every single night uh, that that. Uh, you're getting the same matchups, and you're going to get the same animosity, and you've got to be strong as a pillar, and you've got to be able to you know, make the simple things. They'll have a book on you. You'll have a book on them. Uh, but, but I do believe that Nick Letty and, and Colton Pareko, I'm not going to throw it in the Jane Bowmeister Pareko, but, but I think they're going to complement each other extremely well. Panger, always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it, and we'll be tuned in tonight on Bally Sports for the Blues and the Caps. Yeah, I look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Take care. Have a great day. You too, Panger. Uh, Darren Pang with us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. 
The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.